Welcome to WTBU News Today. I'm Stella Lawrence. Tropical Storm Fay has been developing around southwestern New England for the past couple of days, and parts of Massachusetts may start to see some impact this weekend. Flash flood warnings remain in effect in western Massachusetts, but have been canceled in the east. Boston can expect about 0.3 inches of rain on Saturday afternoon, with more scattered showers and temperatures in the low 80s for the rest of the week. Grace Ferguson is here now to give us an update on Boston University's reopening plan. Boston University has opened its online form to request early arrival for the fall semester. Early arrival will be from August 1st through 14th. After that, the regular move-in process will extend until August 31st. The main reason BU is allowing students to arrive early is for quarantine. Current public health guidance requires that any student arriving from outside the U.S. quarantine for 14 days. BU is also preparing for the possibility that some students from inside the U.S. will have to quarantine. BU housing won't grant all requests for early arrival. Students coming from outside the continental U.S. will get the highest priority in the selection process. The application is open until July 24th, and students who applied were told they would receive a response from housing within two business days. In Salt Lake City, Utah, I'm Grace Ferguson for WTBU News. Joining us now is Melissa Ellen with a story about a Springfield detective who was fired for showing support for the Black Lives Matter movement. Massachusetts Representative Carlos Gonzalez is asking that the Springfield Police Department reinstate a detective who was recently fired for posting a pro-Black Lives Matter image to her Instagram account. Before the incident, Florissa Fuentes had been just recently promoted to detective in the Special Victims Unit. She made the post while she was off duty. Gonzalez wrote in a letter that he believes Fuentes' firing was unfair, given she was advocating for a cause when there are other officers on the force's payroll who have been accused of police brutality. Gonzalez further questioned the police department about the incident and asked how many officers are on paid suspension and what the racial breakdown of the department is. Gonzalez wrote his letter only two days following the release of a report on the department, which found that the Narcotics Bureau is known to commit violent acts on suspects. The report was a result of a federal investigation, which also found that the department kept poor records, hindering the case. Springfield Mayor Dominic Sarno and Springfield Commissioner Cheryl Claprud are currently working to reform the Springfield Police, including the addition of mandatory body cameras improved record-keeping, and training. In Boston, Massachusetts, I'm Melissa Ellen for WTBU News. And now we'll head over to Stephanie Joseph for more on Tropical Storm Fay. As mentioned earlier, Tropical Storm Fay is making its way up the East Coast this Friday. The National Hurricane Center issued an advisory for Fenwick Island, Delaware, Watch Hill, Rhode Island, and Long Island. Faye moved down the coast at around 12 miles per hour and hit New Jersey on Friday afternoon before reaching the Mid-Atlantic and Northeast on Saturday. In addition to high wind gusts of up to 60 miles per hour, Faye will bring 2 to 4 inches of rain that could lead to flash flooding along the Upper East Coast. Faye is the sixth named storm system of this hurricane season. Colorado State University projects that there will be 20 total named storms and nine hurricanes, four of which will be major this season. In Laurel, Maryland, I'm Stephanie Joseph for WTBU News. Next, you'll be hearing more from me about Joe Biden's new economic proposals.
Build Back Better is the new campaign slogan former Vice President Joe Biden has chosen to sum up his economic policy, which was unveiled in a speech in Pennsylvania on Thursday. The presumptive Democratic nominee proposed a $700 billion investment split between the research and development of new technologies such as clean energy, as well as federal procurement of American manufactured products. President Trump, who also campaigned in the battleground state on Thursday, ran in 2016 on a similar promise to invest in American manufacturing and create more jobs for middle-class Americans. Biden stressed that the distinction between his American-focused economic plan and Trump's is a focus on creating an economy for every American in the context of dual economic and public health crises that have disproportionately affected Black, Hispanic, and Native American people. The response from the Trump campaign was swift, with a new television ad announced on Thursday that attacks Biden's support for the North American Free Trade Agreement in 1993 and other later trade deals. As the election looms less than four months away, more detailed policy announcements are in order as the Biden campaign is working to stay true to Biden's moderate foundations while trying to win over the more progressive wing of the Democratic Party that supported former candidates like Senators Bernie Sanders and Elizabeth Warren. A Biden-Sanders Unity Task Force released over 100 pages of policy recommendations on Wednesday that include some more progressive ideas. Biden's speech Thursday was the first of four, each of which will unveil a new economic proposal. In Burlingame, California, I'm Stella Lawrence for WTBU News. Finally, an update from Varsha Subrunyan about a new mosque in Turkey. The Hagia Sophia, a significant museum in Istanbul, is being turned into a mosque. Recep Tayyip Erdogan, the president of Turkey, has ordered the conversion of this religious and politically important monument into a mosque by signing a presidential decree. This announcement comes shortly after the Turkish government annulled the decree from 1934 that made Hagia Sophia a museum. The decree signed by Erdogan transfers the control over the monument from the Ministry of Culture to the Presidency of Religious Affairs. This enables the museum to be successfully converted into a mosque. The Hagia Sophia was originally a cathedral constructed over 1,500 years ago by the Roman Empire. Erdogan's decision to convert the museum has pushed the country to move away from its secularist roots and towards its Islamic ones. UNESCO urged Turkey to reconsider its decision to convert the iconic museum into a mosque as it would change the monument status on the World Heritage List. However, Erdogan took offense to the international opposition and reminded everyone who ruled Turkey in an interview with state broadcaster TRT. In Dubai, UAE, I'm Varsha Subramanian for WTBU News. That's it for this edition of WTBU News Today. Be sure to tune in to our full program every Tuesday and Thursday at 6 p.m. Eastern over on WTBU Radio. On behalf of Grace Ferguson, Alex Corey, Evan Jimenez, Lily Kepner, and Jenny Cornrish, I'm Stella Lawrence reporting from Burlingame, California for WTBU News.